Welcome to the Shelter Footy Cast. Will Schofield, Mark Reddings, taking you through all the big stuff in the AFL of the week gone by and coming up ahead. Skeeter, we've got a Patreon now, mate. Are you excited? I've never heard the term Patreon, but I'm on board with you, Scoey. If you take me to the promised land, I'm there. VIP content, discounts, and much more. Backchatstudios.com.au to sign up as a VIP. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh yeah, there we go. Southern Riverbound boys out of Thornley, Cal and the lads, welcome you back here. Shelter Footycast live from Backchat Studios. It's the Round 20 preview. Skeeter, how are you, mate? Going really well. It's been a great year for WA footy. 36 matches played between the two clubs and there have been eight victories. So only once a month have we been able to say, yeah, going beautifully. It's been shocking. Hasn't it? We've got a month to go. <laughs> then what happens? At least we've got some finals coming our way, but... It's been horrible. The Eagles are still getting smashed. Nothing's new there. Question marks about uh, Trevor Nisbet, Adam Simpson. Nothing new again. Caro's obviously gone really hard this week. But uh, look, these are issues which will be addressed because the form line suggests that this is one of the worst performing sides in recent memory. You said you're maybe cooking dinner for the family tonight. Yeah, no, well, I've got after this just a couple of other duties, but then I'll uh, go home and my wife's working today. So I thought I might. I know your specialty is a. Roast. roast, which is good. Roasts are great this time of year. Yes. I might do a tuna pie, which I've learned how to do. Yeah. Tuna pie? Yeah, absolutely. What's uh, that involve? Pasta? No. <laughs> no, oh. no tuna. And then you put this pastry <laughs> up the top and so the bottom. Like grate some cheese and like grate some carrots and put some spring onions in there. Put it in the oven. Mate, it's pretty... Even a, even someone of my limited ability... It, does, it doesn't sound overly no, it's not arduous. Hard. No, but you know what? It's called, as you know, being married, the effort the effort right. to, to actually go and is do it, something for your family. Is it edible though? Yeah, no, it's, it's not bad actually. So that comes off. So get that done tonight. Six o'clock, Matildas. Six o'clock, the Ashes. Right. Thursday night, taken care of. The Ashes tonight. Uh, Matildas, looking forward to that. We're going to watch that. Who are they playing? They're playing Nigeria. And again, oh, I think I've brought this up before, but I know this is... <laughs> This has been a gripe of yours. Sam Kerr, uh, her, the decision not to name her as being injured before the first game. And what about this? Two days out before they're playing Nigeria, two players... They clash heads or something. Concussed. Did they now, cl- was there, was there a- well, there, there's no vision. They just said slightly concussed. So you'd think it'd be a, a collision between the pair. But normally, in, in captain's runs or two days out from a major match... It's rare. You're not doing much, are you? No, so Sam Kerr hasn't been named? Or she's no, no, in she- the squad? Well, they she she's, ain't play, playing. No, she's definitely not playing tonight. Right. They'll have, make a decision on Sunday about her for Monday. But with a calf injury, I'll be staggered if she plays against Canada on Monday. Particularly if they win tonight, means they finish on top of their group. You got, yeah. If she's done a calf, and one of her teammates said she torn a calf, oh, I'm not sure she'll play in this tournament. That's that's the honest reality. If well, you do your calf, well, she's not playing. Well, it's a four-week injury, isn't it? So it depends when she did it. Ben Stokes has come out and said James Anderson's the greatest ever fast bowler to ever live. Have you seen that? I, well, yeah, I played it on radio this morning. What, and I was he to referring it. to England? No, he said saying? the greatest ever fight. And look, oh, fuck's sake. Seriously. They, 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 have, they have lost the plot, I reckon. Yeah. The, he, they've, they've actually lost the plot. I've seen, I've seen we don't, it doesn't matter about winning. Uh, we're happy just to entertain moral people. Victory. Moral victories. 
Change the, no, change, the, change the length of test matches so there's a reserve day. Yes. Play until 10 o'clock at night. There's so much crap that's coming. Look, I do agree. You've got to bowl 90 overs in a day, and I don't mind extending play, but some of the excuses being made up, and Piers Morgan. James, James Anderson is a good bowler. Has great been for bowler. A long no, time. he's better than good. He's a great bowler. Right. But to put Greatest him, of all time. To put him, and I, I, I just rattle them off. Thank My you. all time favourite, a bit pious. DK Lilly, you think of Kurtley Ambrose, Malcolm Marshall, Wazim Akram, Glenn McGrath. Those guys I would have ahead of... Is he of, in that conversation? I think he's in the back end of, right. the, of the top 10, but the greatest right. fast bowler just, of all time. they got the blinkers on. they, they completely got the hey, blinkers on. You know, he's been on. loyal. Stokes, I love him. He's I hope we knock him over and just have oh. to sit rolling. It's going to be a complete balls Mate, up just if quickly, lose. You know, social, right social media, I've, I've fallen foul of that. I do know. After, do you? After a couple of... After a couple of... <laughs> Couple of ales over the Ashes series. I might have just <laughs> back to ales. Yeah. Trans, transgressed, um, but the the banter, or certainly the vitriol, or whatever it's called, between the, the English fans, the Australian fans, Jesus. Well, the English have lost the plot. That's why they're carrying on like pork chops. Yeah, so. we, we sometimes act like absolute. Shout out to our well. English fans uh, listening in. We love you. Drop us a question. But you've lost the plot. Uh, the bottom mark ruffie of the week could be on this week. Yeah, we'll see if we can get one for the year. That'd yeah, be nice. Uh, we're gonna get down to Froth Town. Getting closer, uh, August 18, 19. Make sure you get your tickets. Skeeter will be there. Don't care if you can't come. He will be there. You'll be dragged down there, Skate. Got an exciting announcement to make. I know this is going to be right up your alley, Skate. Yeah, what's it? Five-star, uh, crown? So, so <laughs> Shelter, uh, they, they do live gigs down there. They've just announced uh, a huge uh, band is playing there. September 22. You can get your tickets now at oztick.com.au. You it's can go to the Shelter website, right? This is September 22nd. Which is, is, a, is a Friday of the long weekend. That is correct. Perth. So if you want to get a, around it, I reckon you could get some accommodation, get some tickets. Dice are playing skate. Does that excite you, mate? Dice. D-I-C-E. <laughs> Dice. Dice. You're laughing at me, so should I know who Dice is? <laughs> I just knew. You know, you know, and I say this, you know, Sinead O'Connor passed away. She's a big name. You're talking me Dice. Well, Sinead's not playing there. No, no, no. no. Um, Dice. Dice. Are they a local band? Well, I'll play some music, Steve. Hey. Yeah. That's it, is it? <laughs> oh, that's a build-up. That's a bit of Dice, mate. That's it. No, that's not them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, nah, I'm, I'm Dice, Dice will be playing there, mate. People listen along will know. They'll, they'll know who. What age demo are Dice? I'll play you some Dice, all right? Ready? I'll play I'll play it too. Uh, no, 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 I do like that. You like that? Yeah, that's a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Dice. Yeah, okay, got it. Fair enough. No, I was a bit concerned when I heard that first uh, bit of music. I'm gonna. I'll just sort of freak you out. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll. I'll. I might get some excer- experts on over the next few weeks to explain to you who Dice are. But they are playing at Shelter, 22nd of September. It's gonna be good in Bustleton. Talking about live shows, back chat live at the Paddo this Monday. We're doing a live show down there. Do you I get any notice of this stuff? I'm not involved. You're not, no, you're, okay. not, you're not. You're not. No, no, no. You can come if you want. But we can come down for a beer. No, I knew, oh, you know me. During the week, I'm tucked away like that. Ales will be down there. Shelter on tap. And you can walk home. <clears throat> That's exactly why we're doing it at the Paddo Skeeter. Very good by you. So we'll be down there Monday, 8pm, if you want to come down and have a yarn with us. Let's get into the footy, mate. Been talking too much shit. Uh, Willie Rioli downgraded two weeks down to one week. Like it? Happy? Oh, I think, given the action. But like, I saw... I think it was Chad Wingard come out and say, well, if you're tackling someone like a, say it's a wrong or, yeah. or what, and you're copying time for something that is a completely innocent act in terms of what you're trying to do as opposed to actually 
Yeah, but that's, well, that, that's, that's... That's the argument that he's well, put out there. Well, but that's where we're at right now. And I, I, would, I would still argue that that action wasn't... He wasn't trying to strike him. He's hand, effectively put it in the same realms of hand-to-hand combat right in front of a, a forward stoppage or forward, um, forward 50 crumb. He's doing everything he can to get his defender out of the way. And you don't just ask someone to move nicely. So it's extremely physical there. Now, he's got it wrong and he's hit him in the head. But he's not swinging his fists around like the Simpsons. I'm going to swing well, my R- fist Rochelle, and go get him away. Rochelle was, yeah, I think, he had the close fist. Well, he ran up and tried to punch someone off the ball. That, yeah. th- this was an in-the-field in the, in the field thing. So I think one week's enough. I think you need to cop some time to give yep. him, to give so him the, the look. Couldn't, yeah. couldn't be off altogether. Yep. I think they've landed about right. Uh, North Melbourne want a priority pick. You happy with that? <sighs> Well, I actually don't have any issues with it. Only because if I'm sitting on the outside and, and trying to see a club which has got no no future in terms of, I mean, financially, of course, with the broadcast deal, they're always going to be okay. But I, I can't see in the next two or three years them getting significantly better. So, um, you know, given, given the measures that the AFL has taken with um, the Suns, with the Giants, and, and what they've done uh, across the last 15 years to, to try and make sides more competitive... I, I'm not overly adverse to it, um, mm. but you know m- maybe the argument against is well, hang on, they've they've had priority picks, they've had the chance to get their list right. This is their bed; they've got to now line it. Yeah, I'm not sure where I sit on it because like at one stage, West Coast have been thrown around amongst the priority picks. I don't think when when they've you've won a flag four years ago or five years ago, you can you can legitimately put your hand up to say. We deserve so, priority pick. That's just my gut feeling. Was kangaroos have been in trouble for a while on field. They have. Um, we'll get down to a few of the matchups coming up there this week. We can. Um, there is some big games. Look, there's been certainly, I think, increased chat around Adam Simpson, Trevor Nisbet, West Coast, which, on one hand, is a little surprising. I mean, I, I don't think a lot's changed, has it? I mean, the the, the performance. No, well, but, but, there, but there there is a significant, I think, increase in uh, someone's got to go right right now, kind of thing. Well, there's certainly, I, I think, you know, in in Perth, it's been pretty constant. The the, the fact you know the West has been, and as a journal, I'm mates with a few of the guys, and, and Glenn Quatermain's a really good mate of mine, um, who I, I speak to regularly. Oh, I feel sorry for them because they're obviously having to put out content on the West Coast Eagles at the moment, yes. and there's no positive content to put out. So There's not a lot to balance it with Fremantle either, is there really? Yeah, well, you know... Did, Fre- you, hear, did you hear Justin Longmuir come out and say Alex Pierce has been injured? No shit. Why wouldn't you release that? Why wouldn't you just tell uh, it to people? I totally agree. And I know this is... This you, is what, this you've is been what banging, banging on about, about it. About. But what, all you're doing is a disservice to Alex Pierce, who's had his captaincy question, he's had his form question. You can say, what... what, what Harm does it to say, look, no. he's, got, he's got an issue with his ankle, he's playing through it, he's sore, but you know what? While we're in finals contention, he wants to be there and we want him there. Oh, I'm ramping this right up and it's and it's got all clubs involved now. They, they, they are hoodwinking fans, all clubs. West Coast doing it, um, no doubt. Fremantle's doing it. The rest of the competition, we see it weekly. Clubs not telling fans, supporters, I'm just going to keep saying it, sponsors, What's going on at their football club? I just think it's bullshit. I think it's. I think we're the most. I think ahead of NRL, ahead of any other code in Australia, we are the most um, guarded, clandestine yeah. style uh, footy code. That even you think you talk to America. But let's forget the American sports because it, it is different in that respect. Let's even look at our own backyard. It's extraordinary the amount of times you can see coaches lying. You can see them when they're asked a question, whether it's Adam Simpson. Justin Longmuir about about players. You yeah. can see they're they're 
keeping it haven't, under wraps. And, and I understand what they are trying to do from the club's perspective, but it's, it's got to be bigger than that. I haven't, haven't spoken to him yet. So, like, the one I saw last week was Luke Shuey doing his hammy. See, my getting asked, how's Luke Shuey and his hammy? I haven't spoken to him yet. There's literally footage of him, like, speaking to him for five minutes. Just, see, my, just say you've spoken to him and he's fucking upset. I, I, don't, I, don't see, I don't see what the issue is with being honest with people. I'm, I'm starting to speak to a lot of people around the traps, um, uh, both in footy and out footy, especially fans, that are becoming frustrated, to say the least, with the amount of information they get out of their football clubs. Now, I, I, I'm tending to agree, and I'm, I'm in the media land now, and I, and I do understand as a football player, I, I did always try to be as honest as possible, and I had frustrations as a player when I was told, well, you can't say this, don't say that, don't give up this. It's mm-hmm. like, well, how about we just say it? Everyone listens to it. Um, they the, move on a lot quicker. The counter-argument is, well, okay, they're going to take what we say out of context. They're already doing that. Everyone's already doing that. Everyone takes whatever they want and they do whatever. You may as well just be honest and then you say what you like and you get a statement out there. I don't think we say it enough. It's still my head in. The context thing, I mean, if, if I hear Ben Stokes saying, I heard him this morning say, Jimmy Anderson's the greatest bowler of all time, that's his opinion. That's fine. I get it. Yes. My, my point is, is that are they worried more about what it gives as an advantage to opposition clubs for the next week. For instance, Luke Shuey, in the paper yesterday, Luke Shuey hasn't been ruled out of Sunday's game against North Melbourne. <laughs> I went on radio this morning saying, I'm not a doctor. Luke but Shuey I, went I, on radio. <laughs> I can tell you that uh, barring uh, Mother Teresa's reincarnation, he is not playing. On, what, what is so hard saying? He's not playing. He's not playing. He's out, done his Mate, Luke Shuey was on radio I, saying that. Yeah, that was that, was that, that night yeah. saying that. So I, I don't get it. I, you know... Anyway, is it, is it because you are trying to gain a, a, a minimal advantage well, over it, opposition if clubs? If it is, it doesn't exist, mate. I can tell you that right now. Okay. No, players and coaches aren't searching, scouring the internet for who, who's. It just you just rock up and play, and, and you prepare for the team that's going to be out there. And then if you know if there's changes, you deal with it. It's, it's not doesn't change the week at all. I know we're talking about the Eagles and Simpson, Trevor Nisbet, etc. One thing was brought up last week. I just want to get your opinion again. Is um, the suggestion that the Eagles, and I haven't been to enough training sessions to give an answer, the Eagles don't train hard enough. Mm. It's, an, it's an interesting concept in AFL land that, that one club could be singled out as the reason for their, part of the reason for their failures are because they don't train hard enough. Do you give that any credence whatsoever? So also Carl Langdon said that mm. on our coverage, right? And I questioned him pretty hard because my experience, I only played at one AFL club and... I certainly felt like we were training hard when I was there. So um, my question was him was, well, what's happened in the last three years? I mean, perhaps that's the drop-off because he sort of gave me a few ideas and a few concepts around what he'd heard and who told him. And, and I kind of had to agree with, well, it kind of sits pretty well with what he'd said. So if the training standards have been down, I mean, that's why Warren Cofed loses his job. But is that set by the head coach? Is that set by the leadership group? Is that set by... Uh, the West Coast Eagles as a whole as their culture, if that's a thing. Um, but I, I can't understand, given the, the lack of success or lack of victories in the last two years, that you would be decreed. Now, is but, that but because perhaps, of your injury injury levels? But, I don't know. Well, you know, the list the list is certainly significantly different since 2020. So yeah. maybe people just don't know. Um, you don't know what you don't know. Skate. Will Schofield, Mark Reddings, Shadow Footycast. Let's get into the game, Skeeter. Our favourite two teams, West Coast and Frio. Frio played Geelong at KP, Cadinia Park, Alphabet Stadium, 11.45 Saturday. I reckon this could be an absolute bloodbath, like a bathing. I'm talking big-time bathing. Big, big, big-time bathing. Yeah, well, it's hard to see with the motivation 
of Fremantle going through the floor. You go to Geelong, and look, let's be honest, they played pretty well there in recent times. Yes. I mean, they've been have have had success there. So, but they yeah, you know, and I thought their performance against Sydney was okay. But you yeah, look for at, three quarters. Yeah, three quarters. Um, Aish possibly comes back from a quad. O'Driscoll maybe Banfield. I mean, they're not going to change the the, the setup of, of Fremantle too much. I know you don't go too exotic with uh, some of your uh, uh, betting um, practices, but if you were a betting man, I, I, I would be very surprised if Fremantle didn't at least match it for the first quarter. That, for the that, first quarter, that, that's the that, quarter I that, think they wouldn't match them for because they've that, had terrible first quarters. I know, quarters. but. You cannot tell me that all that they would have been focusing on this week is starting well. Like, they, they just... Well, they, yeah. The only reason they lost last <laughs> week is they couldn't start. So, literally, don't, don't even worry about matchups. Don't know what you're doing. Don't worry about your ball movement. Don't worry about your team defense. Worry about starting well. I, I'd be very surprised if Freo weren't leading at, at quarter time. And then they'll get absolutely rolled. <laughs> uh, Gary Rowan and Jeb uh, Buse could return for the Cats. Uh, James H, Nathan O'Driscoll, Bailey Banfield all pushing for a turn. Um, interestingly enough, Cats' biggest weakness is clearances. So um, I'm wondering with a Brayshaw or a Sarong, does a Mark O'Connor run, run with one of those guys? Because clearly they've got an advantage in the clearance factor. And Luke Jackson played well last week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, from from Fremantle's point of view, they they've they've obviously got to compensate still for Darcy's. By the way, ruled out for the rest of the season. No surprise there. Ankle surgery. Um, but what you see with Geelong often their ability to to intercept turnovers and yes. win their footy that way has been. I think they've outscored their opponents thirty five points a game that way, particularly at that ground, which. Um, we've seen Essendon I know they've fallen off the cliff a bit but they go down there in reasonable touch they get pants. Yeah, they've seen sides go down there just unable to cope Fremantle's actually Freo can play there Freo can play there so that's they will have some amount of confidence but I, I just think Geelong are starting to build momentum and I, this is this yeah. is a month out from the finals or thereabouts I think you're right Fremantle know their season's over Geelong have still got a realistic chance of making the top four I can tell you one thing if they can find themselves into a double chance position and, and they get Collingwood at the MCG in a qualifying final, that's the Magpies' worst case scenario. I well, think. it is, but I think I think Collingwood's confidence is going to a point where I don't think they'd care. No, you're probably right. Um, but- Hawkins and Cameron. I mean, Alex Pierce last week he was beaten well by Lance Franklin. They've come out and said he's injured. No shit, Sherlock. You could see that by looking at him. Um, if they have, if they're going to have any chance, they need to stop both of those guys. Yeah, and Tom Stewart going, you know, in attack, he's you know, I think thirteen intercept. He went into the middle. It was at CBA's last week. Yeah, he's he's Tom Stewart, a player that you just associate with being that the base of the the cornerstone of their defence. He's got if he's got the ability to go go into the midfield, that really helps helps them out big time. And Tommy Hawkins, I think he just he, he kicks goals against bottom eight sides for fun. So he's he's a real danger. As you say, with Alex Pierce, not a hundred percent outside of that. Brennan Cox, uh, no ha- sign of him. And Hamling, Hamlings. Yeah. You know, Honest. He's a lock. He's a lockdown. So yeah. you're going to put him on a. I don't know if he's big enough for no. Hawkins, unfortunately. So I think Pierce goes to Hawkins. He's going to have to sort whatever injury out he's got. We're picking Geelong. Picking Geelong uh, by by margin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. bloodbath. Uh, West Coast v North Melbourne Sunday Optus Stadium two forty. The last game of the round. An absolute ripper. Absolute <laughs> ball terror. Absolute <laughs> huge contest oh, at Optus dear. Stadium. In all seriousness, um, there should be a, a level of competitiveness in this game. For two sides that have won uh, one game and two games apiece, three games won between them, it hasn't been a good year for either either side. 
Both will be looking at this as a game they can and should win. So neither of these sides would have gone into many games this year thinking that. So it's a different mindset, I think. It is. And this is the first time, I think, since about round two or three when the Eagles beat the Giants, sort of actually, I'm sort of weighing up uh, whether they can win. And look, at home, they have to be a chance. And look, there's a possibility, you might know more than I, but Jay McGovern, T. Barras and Elliot Yo, maybe. Three big names. Maybe named tonight. Um, but we've said that all year about names coming back, but it hasn't really affected the scoreline, has it, with what we've done? Um, so we know Luke Shuey won't play with a hammy. We know Samo Petrovsky Seaton's out for two weeks. That was a, you know, that was a fair suspension. We need to question that. Uh, McGovern would be more of a chance. Barras, I reckon, no chance. Elliot, what's, what's he done, do you think, who? Tommy? Um, no, I don't know. don't know the answer to that question. It was, it was when he... Yeah, felt went for marking contest and, and crashed into. I mean, the... Clearly, they tried to get him up last week. They tra- they travelled him last week, mm. same as McGovern, even though they'd ruled him out. So it was obviously close enough. I, I just don't reckon. I don't reckon he plays. Well, we watched North play a bit of that game against St Kilda, and it was a pretty average game. But to be fair, North since Brett Ratton's taken over, they had some you know absolute shellackings. But you know they should have beaten Sydney. That they they have been competitive. They just don't know how to win a game at the moment. But guess <laughs> what? Their right. opponents are in the same boat, if not worse. <laughs> so I'm absolutely um, not sure where to head with this one. Nick Larkey, put him in a quality side. How good could he be? North Melbourne won the first two games of the year. I know they beat. They were on a roll. They beat West Coast and Fremantle. Um, Nick Larkey, oh, very good. Um, so last time I played him again was three years ago, but. He had the attributes of a of a just almost there forward. Like he had, you know, he could take a mark. He had the movement. Clearly, now in three years, he's taken a step forward. Beautiful set shot for yeah, goal. Yeah, and he's very simple in front of goal, isn't he? Just like literally mm. just chips it over, kicks it five metres past the goal umpire every time. Doesn't matter where he's on the ground. So who plays on him? Uh, McGovern, if he's playing. Yeah, yep, true. Um, it has to. Like you, you can't leave the kids to it. And, and Gov's the sort of guy that would be like, yeah, give me the best player. Yep. People think that Jeremy McGovern is you know, a loose man in defence because of the intercept marks he takes. He's a good contested one-on-one player when he needs to be. Mm. So um, that'll be interesting to see because we've seen Tom Barras as the guy that's done that. that you know, they, Tommy Barras was pretty much like McGovern in terms of fighting across, taking big marks, little less one-on-one. Probably four years ago, he had to make the decision to become that more locked-down, stable presence back there. And it's been really good for his footy, hasn't it? I mean consistent player at West Coast. So McGovern goes to him, I think. I haven't heard anything from Elliot Yo. I don't know if he plays. Like, I, I, I Really, since he was injured again, I haven't heard anything. No, neither I. So I don't, I don't think he plays either, to be honest. But you might get one of those back. Look, Jai Simkin returns, skipper for the North. He's back. He's back, important. Uh, we saw LDU um, get work pretty well against St Kilda. Again, it's just when he was... He's a gun, mate. He's a gun. I had him in my top five players of the year. Yeah, he was at the start of the yeah, year. Yeah, he's could, fell off Could away. he be the difference between the... I mean, a quality yeah. mid yeah. who's up yeah. know, playing good footy. Could, Absolutely. Could he be the difference on Sunday? I expect someone like Tim Kelly to bounce back from a couple of down weeks. I, I sort of see him at home. West Coast at home are a better side. Yeah. Um, now, are they a good side? No. And North Melbourne a good side? No. So, oh, look, I have grave fears for the quality of this game, but hopefully... <laughs> I think some, it, some I can't see a team... Winning by margin. I can only see this well, being less I'll than three goals. Put it goals. this way. Not that North Melbourne can really go anywhere more backwards, but if North Melbourne beat West Coast by a margin, the, the drums beating right now will be beat, beat. They'll, they'll, they'll be banged, mate. Yeah, that's like, true. So you'd hope that doesn't happen, I, I think, probably for everyone's sake. But uh, who are you picking? 
Uh, I will pick with a absolute no confidence whatsoever North Melbourne. I'm picking North Melbourne as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm picking North. They play, put it this way: they are travelling better than the Eagles. Yeah, I think correct. And that's it's. I think the playing think, in Perth makes it a, a bit more of a conundrum. But if those three, they're favourites at the moment. If um, if those three are playing, McGovern, Barras, Yo, I'd change my pick. I don't think they're playing though. Maybe McGovern. Yeah. Will Schofield, Mark Reddings, Shelter Footy Cast. All right, Skeeter, this is an absolute ripper to start the weekend. Uh, Friday night footy, Collingwood v Carlton. Uh, you know, you remember last year, the last game of the year, how big that was. It was close to 100,000 at the G. Yep. Both sides are going better now, right? Collingwood's going better. They, they're getting 50,000. or they're getting, No, they're getting 60,000 at the G against, you know, like GWS and sides that... Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So It'll be 80, 80 plus. If it's decent weather in Melbourne tomorrow night, 80. Friday night footy, there has to be 80 plus. Yeah, exactly. And Carlton... You know, they've won, what, five in a row. Um, they are playing good footy. They've won by more than 50 points. You know, they, they, they're in a bit of a, a form that suggests they might push Collingwood, who, who would have been not, not mentally flat after, after beating Port Adelaide, but they were up. And it was a big yep. game and there was a lot of build-up to it. So there's just a little window here for them. Remember they were pants earlier this year at the MCG. They were, they were very poor. Carlton. Carlton, yeah. They, they've got some injury issues. They're the second most injured side in the AFL right now behind our good friends at West Coast. Um, West Coast have got 1,300 games unavailable. Carlton are 1,100. They're second, I think, yeah. in that list. I think, I think Collingwood, just from memory, I was having seen that, might be bottom a, of list. a dozen or yeah, less bottom, than... They're bottom of the ladder. Yeah. So they're just fully fit and available. Uh, will Hoskin, I think, is the only one... Yeah, there's there's such minimal injuries there. Uh, Paddy Cripps will return, though, we believe. Yes. Um, Adam Chera. Adam Chera. Test Sam Walsh obviously out with a hamstring, which is a big loss for them. He's had a good, good yeah, few weeks, exactly. And just for what it's worth, on the periphery, uh, Zach Fisher, WA uh, young small forward, small forward, not so much young anymore, but um, looks like he might be in the mix to to move at the end of the year if if all the the talk is right. Given he can't break back into the side, to West Coast. Oh, not necessarily. I think a couple of Melbourne clubs would look at him. Pies have won eight of the last nine v the Blues. Yep, um, Collingwood will likely be unchanged. Paddy Cripps, as you mentioned, back. What if what if they get to a point of the season? I'm tipping them to, tomorrow night. Who Collingwood? Yeah, yeah. That if if they can't be displaced from top spot, do, do, do they start to rest blokes? Rest like blokes? Or is that is that not not the style you do? If they're not injured, if they're, if they're fit, now, have they got any aged players who are in that category? Penelbury's the only one, isn't he? Yeah, Penelbury. Tom Mitchell, maybe? Yeah, right. Tom Mitchell. Who's, who's had his spot question at the moment, but coach and a few players have come out and defended his spot in the team. He's been sub a few weeks. The Bottomart Ruffie of the Week. Start your footy weekend oh. at Bottomart. Grab your shoulders where Bottomart has you covered. You don't have to get into the weekend for this one. Scully's picking Carlton to knock off the top of the ladder, Collingwood. I just think there's enough. There's a few things at play here. The... Now, I understand they've got full control of their emotions. They've proved me and others, everyone wrong for two years, that they can just go back to back to back with close games. But I think the emotion last week got the best of them. They were carrying on a little bit, a little bit more than they usually do. I think beating Port Adelaide away, it was a huge win. They'd prepped themselves up. I think they fall back a little bit. They don't fall off the perch. They just come back to the field a little bit, skip her back. Patrick Cripps has a huge game. I think Carlton... Although their injuries are sort of widespread, I think they get the job done. Ah, good shout. And if you're looking for any form line, then Carlton's sort of going like that. Yep. So at least they're in the right direction. I mean, Collingwood sort of is. Collingwood probably. <laughs> I mean, if, you, if you're putting your, your 
your house on this one. You'd still, you'd still yeah, think Collingwood wins, but yeah, it's a, that's why it's called the bottom up roughing. That is correct, Skeet. I won't be picking it up in the regular <laughs> Western Bulldogs v GWS. Ooh. I spoke to uh, someone at GWS last night, yeah. and uh, I didn't realise they were playing in Ballarat. They were playing, no, stadium, they yeah. were playing in Ballarat. It wasn't Dave Matthews, was it? Uh, can I not <laughs> confirm or deny that, Skeeter? Uh, <laughs> I did uh, see something on social media. Oh, so. we back chat, put an episode out with the CEO of GW. That's what I said. Was it Dave Matthews? Yeah, it was Dave Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm that stupid that yeah, I am? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I do, actually. Good on you, mate. Uh, Western Bulldogs v GWS. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good game. It's a good game. This know. is a big game. This is a huge game. Yeah, it's played... 7th v 5th. 7th v 5th. And I've got to say, they're, in really, they're yeah. in really good form, um, the Giants, yes. with what they're doing. Just having a look at the Ballarat weather tomorrow, uh, sorry, Saturday, 13 degrees for the top, 6 degrees, but uh, it's it's fine. So that's always a bit of an issue when you go to Ballarat, just uh, what the weather's like. But it's no. gr- It'll be grim, mate. It'll be, like, really? It doesn't matter what the weather says. <laughs> Ballarat's a grim place. You think Geelong's bad? Ballarat's worse. <laughs> Tom Green and Jesse Hogan not available still. So they're two big players. It's been a big hamstring for Tom Green. I mean, this will be his yeah. third week out in a row. He's important to them as well. Yeah, absolutely. In and under type. Uh, Jesse Hogan, I think, is very important to them as well. But they've continued on. Um, my, 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 my first question now for GWS is who plays on Toby Green? Because... Like I've said over and over and over again, if he gets scoreboard involvement and he gets score assists, GWS win. It's not even a question anymore. If he plays well, they win. So so if I'm preparing to play the GWS Giants, who can stop Toby Green? I don't know if the Bulldogs have someone that can do that. He's, Ted Richards is a, is, a, is a guy that I think they would rate to be able to match him athletically. Yep. But he's... From what I've seen, he's a bit more offensive than probably lock him down on someone. I think Toby Green, to lock him down, you need a taller player that can match him athletically, but he's stronger than him, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, he's like probably, Schofield type. probably the hardest, hardest no, matchup in the AFL. So, yeah. Absolutely. Is that, is that, I mean, that's what you're trying to say because of his ability to he play. He can play as a small, small, but he's like a tall. Yeah, So exactly. you need to be able to match him with strength. And like he doesn't like the physicality, the, 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 the real big players because he's not he's not tall he's not and he can't match the but he's he knows he can beat you with fitness so you need to be able to work your ass off i, I don't know who that is for them rory lob kicked five goals in the vfl um maybe he returns maybe not given that they've i think they look like they're starting to figure some things out the bulldogs i don't know but you, th- you say that but they they, they have been very much up yeah. and down all season so i've got a lot of trust in them but well you know your man libba is playing beautiful footy so yeah. to the bond um aaron norton um He's generally, you know, at least a, a target to go to. Jamara Eagle Hagen, I'm not sure Lob fits into that at the moment. No, I don't either. I think they're too tall. I think we, we spoke about this at the start of the year. They were too tall. They had so many tall prospects. You can't go in too tall at the moment the way footy's being played. Yeah, but that's what they drafted with the knowledge that these guys, and Josh Bruce obviously was... Anyway, they've had the chance to... to You'd rather have too many than too yeah, little. Yeah, of course, absolutely. Um, oh, look, their performance against Eston shows they're on the they need to put together some good footy between now and, and round 24 I mean if they finish 5th to 8th it's going to be hard for them so I think the Bulldogs just with their midfield you mentioned Tom Green just with their midfield uh, dominance I think they'll probably be able to get the result here in um, and full credit to the Giants we both had them well outside the 8 you had them I think wouldn't Stone Motherless. Yeah, I was on the so, phone to Dave apologising for that last night. Uh, but they've, they've been outstanding. New coach, terrific. Put it this way, apart from that game against Collingwood, they haven't been pantsed, no. from my memory, once. Never. So that's been that's been a really uh, good result for them, picking the Bulldogs in Ballarat. 
Bailey Smith's 100th game. Yeah. I think Ballarat maybe firms it up towards GWS, not, not really? having to play at, at, at Telstra or at Marvel Stadium. I'm picking the Giants. You okay. know what? <laughs> I'm getting on the Giants. Okay, that's right. fine. Happy yeah, with no, that? Yeah, oh, okay with that? So it's not my bottom up roughly the week, though. Okay. Well, it could have been mine. It would be. Oh, it's not yours? They're, they're $1.50. Of course it's not yours. Gold Coast v Brisbane. The roughy. I'm saying the roughy. Yeah. Yeah, you're saying I'm not picking the Giants are not $1.50. Bulldogs are $1.50. Yeah, and you picked the Bulldogs. So, of course, yeah, but, it's not your roughy. No, of course it's not. No. Gold Coast v Brisbane. The Q Clash. Wow, we. I yeah. didn't realise the Her- Q Clash was on because Her- no one. Cares. Heritage banks. No, no, people do care about the Brisbane Lions because where they finish will have a bit of a right. bearing on right. how things roll out. So the sugar hit um, lasted for a week for, for the giant Stephen King. Yes. For the, the sun, should I yes, say? Yes, yes. Um, and now they're back to reality, taking on the Lions. So, um, interesting, I didn't see much of that game against Geelong, but they really had to battle a two goal win, which was. Just looking at the scoreboard, you'd think that's not the game you thought you'd be watching no no this low scoring affair didn't really you know live up to what we expected but well will ashcroft's been a big part of their midfield this year he's out with an acl huge, uh, really disappointing and, and and sad to hear that we hope him the best with his recovery uh zach bailey's a chance to return for the lions sam collins is 100th game for the suns yeah. Are Gold Coast a side that strikes you as one that stands up for their players in milestone games like i think richmond geelong melbourne collingwood would do um, my honest answer yeah. I have no idea <laughs> because I, they haven't had that many milestones that I can think of oh, no seriously I can't think of any big milestones that you you know players just haven't had the longevity there to to instill that, instill that culture so um, look I, I think there's upsets coming this weekend yeah probably I think there's upsets coming all the favourites won last week I got nine out of nine. Yeah, so there's, if that's happening, oh, I didn't ask. If you, I didn't ask what you did last week. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, the Lions have to be winning this. If you're finishing, have designs of finishing top two, which they still might. I mean, are they a chance? No. Nah. Nah. They don't finish. Two, no. Nah. Away from the Gabba, they're irrelevant. Can't play. I'm nah, picking that, Gold Coast. Yeah. Well, you're wrong. I'm, it's going to be. I'm Bri- picking Gold. I'm wrong. You'll be, you'll be wrong. Brisbane. Just Brisbane. Time stamp this. Time stamp this. Just the. You're wrong. Just, yeah. I want that as a hot key on that thing over there, and you press it all the time. Yeah, I'm just I telling you. Yeah, okay. Well, you've picked the favourite. you picked the dollar. No, I'm just saying, well, I'm saying, you're saying this. They're no good away, and I agree with you. At the MCG, they're no good, but they will be good enough to beat the Gold Coast Suns. No, they no are, they're currently a game and a better percentage than Port Adelaide. The, the motivation is far higher for, for Brisbane than Gold Coast. They, they're, they're a better side. They stand up for their dour and absolute legendary defender, Sam Collins, in his 100th and get it done. <laughs> Essendon v Sydney, 5.25 Saturday evening. Um, I mean, it's a must win. Sydney just alive. Like The, the Sydney Freo game last week was sort of whoever won that had an opportunity to play finals. Speaking to all the Sydney players last week out in the ground, they certainly all feel like finals is alive. And and Buddy Franklin's uh, words were probably the most prominent that I remember. And he said, look, we haven't had the season we wanted after making a grand final last year. And there's a lot of young players still running around, but they, they do have the opportunity to to make it into something, like to make the season you know something that's not lost completely because they are still sitting in a potential position to play finals. Yeah, and what we saw for the majority of last week was a team that, we could see what they did in 2022 just by their ball movement. They're getting some players, but they've had some injuries as well. Yep. Um, Luke Parker, we know uh, what he did. Yes. And if he continues in that vein, a former Errol Goulden, their midfield looks really, really sound. Buddy um, Franklin's looking Buddy's good. Buddy's looking good. Hey. As soon as I've said he's... Well, put it this way. 
Hey? Hey? Well, you, so you suddenly. So, he's, so he's Robo, coming out. So Robbo says he's, he might play on next year, and suddenly, oh, Buddy Franklin's considering playing on. Well, you know, I, I still think. You want him done, mate. I don't want him done. I should have told him that. I don't want him done, but he's. I think it's a fair assumption if you read the Herald Sun or any publication, there's a general feeling that this is his last year. And that's not. I wasn't being Nostradamus here. I'm just telling you. He's near the end of his career, and he looked cooked in the first half of the year, correct? Yeah, yeah. So that's just, just working his way in, mate. Didn't do a preseason, mate. He's just going to well, get so the whole next, league's going. So what's next preseason going to look like? Uh, he might not do it. He just work his way in. He's one of the greats of the game. But he's one of the greats of the game. Stole him to retire too early. He's got 14 <laughs> goals to kick to be the only player in VFL AFL history to kick 500 goals for two teams. No one's ever done it. Um, he's going to kick 14 more goals this year. He's got five games plus finals possibility. Well, forget the finals. That ain't happening. They're not making finals. No, they're not making finals. They're not making finals. I don't think they are. Is that right? So who's dropping out? Is it St Kilda? Has to well, be St Kilda. Kilda's gone. Yeah. See, St Kilda's gone. And I don't really have anyone else to drop out. Because <laughs> Geelong's <laughs> not going. GWS ain't going. Who's outside the eight? Oh, hang on. Do you reckon oh, the Giants aren't... I think Carlton falls over again yeah, somehow. Okay. Yeah, probably. probably right. I think Richmond? They, yeah. Uh, Richmond aren't making finals. Okay. Yeah, Richmond aren't making finals, mate. Just just, just say no? Just okay. say no. Okay, fair enough. I think I think Sydney could be the ones, mate. Okay. Well, Jordan really's out with a quad. That's a big injury for us. Yeah, for us the year almost, isn't it? Yeah, so that's quad. Quad is quad is a shocking. Um, Mason Redmond signed on though. He's had some interesting comments this week around if he had to do it last year, he would have left. He said the club was a shambles. The yeah. direction of the footy club was poor. Brad Scott's obviously done something to to. And he said Craig Craig Bozo as well. Yeah. Um, ex ex West Coast uh, GM of footy goes over there and CEO, and, and it sounds like what he's been impressed is the focus on footy, which sounds ridiculous. When to, you to have a footy club, yeah. I, I, that's one thing I always took for granted at West Coast that having not seen anywhere else what they do with their footy departments and their footy clubs West Coast has been a football oriented football club the entire time I've been there uh, I didn't feel like we were trying to do anything else other than win games of footy I just wonder how much it, that reflects on the, the, the obviously the, the board issues uh, the supplement saga stuff which to be honest you know is still in the background yeah. whether that is part of what he's talking about that's sort of lingered for, for years so look he's a great pickup. South Australian clubs were, were hoping yeah. Yeah. bated breath not to be uh, that's a good result for them but you're right Essendon they've tailed off oh, I know if they don't make finals you, you, uh, after a month ago we thought they're they're almost a lock. Well, their, their coaches come out and said that we're not really. It's not really about this year. Trying to take the pressure off, which I get. Oh, I don't know if I'd love that as a fan. You want to try and compete every year, don't yeah, you? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'd see you probably might, just dull we, the expectation. We maybe. might. We might know that they're not going to win the flag. But yeah. You want them fighting for a final spot, surely. I mean, go, imagine going to a final, watching these young players as an Essendon fan yeah. playing whoever fifth. If they make eighth or whatever, playing fifth place, you want to see. The it. Problem is, look, I don't think Draper's back still. Nah. Shield's still missing. Like there's. They, they look vulnerable. I've got to say, even though I think the home team in these two uh, clubs has won 10 of the last 11 matches, yes. uh, Marvel Stadium, oh, I don't think any fears for Sydney. I, yeah, I, from what I saw last week, Sydney is, is playing better footy and that, that, that graph is going in the right direction. So I'm going to select Sydney to win this one. Callum Mills, 150th game. They get up for him. I think they are a side that plays for milestone games. He uh, almost, I think, he's... There's a question mark over his fitness over the past week or two well, as well. But ideally, if he plays for his one, no, no, I'm, yeah, picking, I'm picking Sydney. Yeah, me too. Sydney and Buddy to to just for you to kick three to stay on track for that. Uh, oh, so you're on him now? No, no. You think not, I, 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 yeah, so you're trying to misrepresent what I said. I, I think well, you're well, I said I said he's going to kick fifty goals this year. What's he at? Not going to happen. 
You said he'd retire before the season was done. Oh, I said he'd retire, yes, and possibly even about six weeks ago I said he'd retire as a, as a bold prediction. <laughs> I hope he plays next year, seriously. Adelaide v. <laughs> Adelaide v. Port Adelaide, Adelaide Oval. This has got some spice to yeah. it. Uh, who about, was it? Yeah. Burton coming out saying, I hate <laughs> the football club. I hate the Adelaide Crows. Didn't his dad get... Anyway. So who's his dad? I saw that. I think his dad got moved on from the Crows. Anyway. Who's his dad? Not Brett Not not Brett, Brett Burton. Burton. What? Is, that Brett, is that Brett Burden? Is that his dad? I don't know. We'll have to check that. Um, this could be a tra- Travis Kelsey moment. but uh, I saw something about his dad. His dad, dad mo- being moved on from the Crows. Is that I th- Brett Burton? I think well, Brett Burton did get the moved Bird on. The Birdman. Yeah. That's his dad. I didn't know that either. I don't know if that's right or not. If, if it is, I'll be impressed. I used to love watching Brett Burton. Yeah, just number 24. Hangers every week. Yeah, he just... There's no way that's his dad. Okay. Well, the showdown must win for Bit the Crows. Bit of spice. Yeah, well, must win for the Crows. Port Adelaide don't need to win it, but... but, but yeah, there's a there's a bit more in this. Just wonder. You talk about Collingwood and the the mental energy and the exertion they they uh, used to get over the cross line against Port. How big did Port make that game against Collingwood? That's that's the yeah, that's interesting, interesting factor. And they've got a showdown the next week. It's an Adelaide home game, which I know doesn't mean much, but I don't know. This is this is one which I think I'd be very. We saw that game. We called that game for radio between Adelaide and Melbourne, and Adelaide bar their kicking for goal probably. Should have won. And yeah. they're a lot better side in Adelaide than, than anywhere else. There are a couple of big injuries. Nick Murray's had a great year. He's done his ACL. ACL. So done. he was trying to warm up on the sidelines. It was one of those ones where I've seen him done before where you don't know you've done it. So he walked in to get a scan, thought it'd be some sort of knee injury. And then um, if you just Google it still, Jaden, you just Google who is Brett, uh, who, who is Ryan Burton's father. That's literally what you're typing to Google. Okay. It's not. Um, so who, he said his dad was dismissed from the Crows. That was a tweet I saw. Is that what you the, saw? Yeah, correct. The other big injury is Isaac Rankin. Yeah, the hamstring. Yeah, we saw that. They, how good was he last week at the G? A uh, couple of goals, but the way he just was clean at ground level, it's uh, it's huge. So in that respect, uh, makes life on paper pretty difficult. Tex Walker, by the way, has re-signed for another year. I think that is this week. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he's, he, you know, considering he was uh, just about cooked, um, in terms of what happened with his off-field stuff, with the racial stuff, with his age. But he's bounced back, and there's no reason why he shouldn't. He's kicked, he's certainly kicked 10 against the Eagles. He's up near 40, 50 goals for the year, I think. 50 goals from memory. Former North Adelaide star Craig Burton is Ryan Burton's father. Craig Burton, okay. Yeah. So we're, so did Craig was at the at yeah. the Crows? I, don't I know just know it's not the Birdman. That's no, all I know. there we go. We, we... Conor Rosey's 100th game. It's like... Crept up a little bit. He must have played a lot. He must have played a lot of footy. Must like have he's, just, he's pretty much just been in and playing. And Rory Laird, I think, will he come back into the side? That's the the question. Yeah, so that's a, that's a question mark. Um, they they reckon he should, but he's been out with a hamstring. And Hammy's, you know, you need to get everything right in that. Basically, how Hammy's go. The first week's just pure recovery. The second week, you're starting to try and get going. And the third week, you could get through a full full training session. So you're pretty much right to go at the start of the the week. Yep. And you need to get through, but quite often with these reoccurrence things, that, that's when you do it, when you're trying to get that through that full week. So he'll need to get through all, all sessions this week to play. He's important for them. I'm picking... Um, well, this uh, is my bottle mark roughly the week. Oh, hey, yeah, yeah, don't worry about that. Go, uh, the bottle mark roughly the $3, well, there it is, thereabouts. So I'm, I'm happy to take the Crows as my bottle mark. That's it. What pretty, did we say that we have to be over? Well, it's got to be around $3. Does it have to be around what it? What, $3 what or it? it have to be over $3? What are they? $2.77. On, on what? What's that on? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> I saw him earlier the week. No, you can have it. I'll give it to you. Bottle Mark Ruffy of the Week. Oh, Start thanks. your footy weekend at Bottle Mark. Because you know I've got no chance of getting a Bottle Mark Ruffy of the Week all year. 
Port Adelaide, I'm picking, mate. No way they get. No way that Adelaide beat them. No. Oh, is that Rankin's their best player? He just is hammy. Yeah, well, that's, that, that's why I call it a roughy because I've just there's a. But I think they'll be really competitive. I don't think Port blow them out of the water. That's that's my gut feeling. Let's whip through these. We've been battling on a little <laughs> bit this week. Hawthorne v St Kilda, Marvel Stadium must win for St Kilda. Clearly, Hawthorne being competitive. Lloyd Meek likely a return with Ned Reeves suspended for his dangerous tackle. Uh, honestly, not a lot of interest in this game. No, well, there's St Kilda. Well, St Kilda's win oh. loss record from here on in determines whether they play finals. Isn't they, it? Where are they playing? I wonder if they'll shut the roof. Marvel Stadium. Shut no, the roof no, they. Well, that's, don't worry about Ross's. You know, whinging. They, wasn't, he, wasn't he wrong? Oh, I think I think they fell coming and said, "Look, we close it normally two and a half hours because there was an issue. We close it two. Like it wasn't. Bottom line is they they were pretty poor for three quarters against North. I, I just think they're an irrelevant football club. Seriously, St Kilda. I just I've, I've, I don't know. Uh, there's a bit of nothing for me at the moment, and yeah. Haw- I'm more excited to watch Hawthorne play than I'm St Kilda. Yeah, I agree with that on, on that front. I, there's there's a bit to like about it. Um, oh, you know, and I remember this because I had uh, had a little interest on St Kilda last time they met, <laughs> and they led by four goals with about ten minutes to go, and got beaten by I think five uh, points, maybe ten points. Um, you just remember your losses, don't you? That, yeah, I do, and I am a, like George Costanza, the king of the losers. Sometimes we'll get some audio of that actually, um, and we'll use that instead of Travis Kelsey moving forward. That would just, be a good thing, Joe. Yeah, we'll sort that out. King of the losers. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Lord of the idiots, I think it is, is the, the exact term. If you're a Seinfeld fan, I'll find that and we'll use that because you pick uh, an idiot. <laughs> I'm picking. I'm picking. Uh, I'm picking Hawthorne. Hang on, you've just said St Kilda are irrelevant. Yeah, okay. I'm with you. I'm picking Hawthorne too. There you go. I don't know. Yeah, I'm picking Hawthorne. I don't know why. Well, they're playing better. They're playing good footy. Yeah, uh, but, you know, they're young. They'll be inconsistent. Richmond v Melbourne Sunday MCG. Yeah. Uh, big context uh, for the eight. This one, uh, Richmond scrapping to get into the eight, while Melbourne are trying to make a big move in the top four and make sure they're solidified there. Not not sold about Melbourne's form at the moment. Well, I'm actually. Like have to be, well, this I, is the time they have to start. Putting it together, I've they? taken a different stance. I'm like, I reckon they're bubbling the way. I reckon they're on the simmer. I reckon they're just just about to hit. What, what do you point. base that on? In all seriousness, oh, the their experience that they have. Um, finals time, it's close enough to finals that they start, you know, absolutely putting it together. I've got they've got some issues clearly, but they've got enough good players to really. I think they'll beat Richmond. Contested con- possession. The last couple of games, they've won by twenty one. So that, that's oh, yeah. I think they beat Richmond convincingly in this one. Yeah. I'm not so sure about convincingly because they've, um, you know, Richard hasn't done a lot wrong really since McCulter's taken over, have they? I mean, they've they've been they've been really you know strong in in last week they were down by I think 36 points almost against Hawthorne, which I, I guess is leading to your point that yes. maybe they're they're heading for a, a defeat, but um, yeah, I, I guess the question is can can Melbourne they've done it without Oliver so far? He's got another two or three weeks I think out still, which is. It's just a it, ongoing I'm not sure what's going hamstring on with him. But Maxi gone great last week. Brayshaw was terrific. Yeah, I, I'll tip Melbourne as well. So I, you've answered your own question. What do I like about Melbourne? You've just told me all the things I like. Yeah, I still t- so. But even last week you were saying Crows can win, should be winning. They didn't. They so, should have won. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But your suggestion was that they're I bubbling. Think Adelaide's, I think Adelaide's good. Yeah, they're just simmering, not bubbling. Simmering. No, no. I just think they're just going at the moment. Right. But you're right. There's not to say they can't. They're warm. Yeah, uh, Grundy. Remains out of the team. Maxi, first ruck. You picking Melbourne? Picking Melbourne, yeah. Will Scoville, Mark Redding, Shelter Footycast. 
couple of listener comments for us, Skeeter, um, over on YouTube. You can get them done there. Jaden gives them a bit of a scowl before we get on air. So if you've got something funny, we'll probably read it out. Scoey seemingly has a cold, and I was fairly sure I heard him say dry anus instead of Jai Amos. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put it past going Re-listening <laughs> while paying attention It isn't really there But you should all know about it Yeah Yeah, I wouldn't, no, seriously, is, wouldn't put it past going Just dropping that in inadvertently <laughs> Or, or uh, fucking like thinking that was his name <laughs> Faux pas city You like that? Oh yeah I look pas. forward to watching Skeet call the free again this week <laughs> Slipping in dry anus Dry Oh, that's very good. I thought you'd like that. Yeah, I like it. Uh, This is from Daniel. Um, I haven't read this yet, so this will be interesting. When uh, they do that, chances are you're not going to lose after every betting ad. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. They they need to have a photo of Skeeter instead of the black background. What's his name? It'd really make people question things. (laughs) What's his name? Daniel. Hey, Daniel. Listen, you... Dick Daniel, uh, with all due respects to you. <laughs> with all due respect. <laughs> nah, it's a fair share. The only thing I do laugh at quickly is the AFL. The AFL has banned commentators like on a game. You and com- I. Yeah, commentating, having a bet on the game yes. uh, on game day. If and this is even before this hack happened five years ago. Before that, you could have a bet. So I'd have a bet at the footy on the game. If they had a look at my uh, wins and losses. In those matches I was commentating and betting on, they would realise the advantage I had was absolutely <laughs> nil because I was not winning. So I got no idea why they think this this inside information is going to help you. Well, it doesn't. The, well, you don't, do you? you don't no. Get, you, you, you Mate. But you just have to. Go I listen to, to you. I remember completely uh, putting. I think I've got a second mortgage out. Richmond will beat. Port Adelaide at the MCG this Saturday. Mark my words, take it to the bank, uh, go and buy your wife a, a Louis Vuitton bag. It's happening. <laughs> and you listen, you heard, you chipped. <laughs> Jaded. Richmond as well. That and night. we got absolute... I, there were six goals to two down. I thought, Skull, you absolute prick. You just... <laughs> so now no- what do you do? You don't listen to whatever, anything well, else. I listen, what, well, I listened to you last week saying that... Uh, yeah, anyway, I've, just, I've given up listening to you. In fact, I've given up listening to myself. All right, there we go. The bottom up roughies of the week. You got them there. Thanks, that, Daniel. That is very good. Froth Town, get your tickets for that. And Dice, Skeeter. I'll bring you some more oh, songs yeah, of Dice. Dice. September Send 22. Daniel to Dice. Yes, that is very good. Uh, all of that done and dusted. Uh, enjoy your weekend of footy. Great game on Friday night. Cricket will be on. It's going to be a great weekend. Go, team. Monday, back chat, live at the paddo. <laughs> Skeeter will be there. Monday madness. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.